David. Yeah, goodbye. Daily's out. David's goodbye. Daily's out. <laughs> Daily. What is something that's Davely? Uh, what he just did. Uh, <laughs> Yaley. Flailing Yaley. wind. All right, so. <laughs> uh, let's get a little sound off. Uh, Stuart. AB. David. Uh, AO. McKenna. Welcome, McKenna. Thanks. You're a special guest today. <laughs> Thank you for gracing us. The most special. Extremely special. <laughs> uh, and we just watched Mystic Pizza. Yaley. A lot of fucking Yaley's in this movie. Female Mystic River. Where do you even start? <laughs> Excuse me? The prequel to Mystic River. The riddle. That's tight. The prequel to like Mystic River. <laughs> I think Sean Penn really should have played the Yale boy. Sean Penn should have played uh, the, the only poor casting decision. <laughs> yep. Wow. Wow. All right. Uh, Mystic Pizza wow. 1988. No, the, Sean Penn should have been the fisherman boy. <laughs> Excuse. The Vincent D'Onofrio Yeah, it's a, for the height disparity between the two of them. Oh, God. Dude. I... Um, all right, but what's this, so what do we think? Where are we at? Julia Roberts, Godflow. All Godflow, all the time. There's pure Godflow throughout the whole movie. It's nonstop Godflow. Um... A lot of Yaley's. Um, we're in the small town of... Mystic, Mystic Connect- Connecticut. Yes, Mystic, yeah. Mystic Connecticut. Um, we got uh, three homies, three spectacular homies. Allegedly uh, Portuguese-American <laughs> homies. Portuguese. Portuguese. Yeah, I've also them? never heard of that for terminology before. Call someone Portuguese. All Maybe of them it's were, just we're not high class enough. Or we're not That's towny true. enough. Or we're not new money enough. We don't, uh, we haven't fished for lobster enough. Uh, this Wikipedia says the film touches on an old world work etiquette. Ethic, excuse me, work ethic. Wow. Oh. Um, okay. That's I, interesting interpretation. I got to okay. fully say that I did not catch that any of them are supposed to be Portuguese because they all seem extremely white. Correct. Yeah. Am I fucked off? No, I mean, I thought that they were... I kept picking up Italian vibes, but I just I was I just uh, paste that onto anyone that's not it, Irish or it, yeah <laughs> <laughs> or like Polish yeah <laughs> yeah it's, I mean they kind of had like European Mediterranean vibes yeah. like there was a lot they were like white but they had like really full facial hair swarthy oh, they right. were swarthy. <laughs> a lot of a lot of very hairy forearms <laughs> it's extremely yes. confusing if the place is based around a pizza place I guess they could have sure. done any other restaurant but for sure. Dave, have you ever wanted to be a swarthy gentleman in your life? Uh, yeah. Dave, at what point in your life do you think your forearms will be hairy enough to be a swarthy gentleman? Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Dave, I think it's on the day that you're accepted to Yale Law School. The day I get into <laughs> Yale, I will have a full swarthy transformation. That's so funny. So that means in the movie that there's like this huge distinction between the the Portuguese townies and the fucking waspy Yaleys. Oh, yeah. Dave, are you a waspy Yaley or a Portuguese townie? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you at on this dichotomy? All right in between. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> you're the best of both worlds. <laughs> are you saying you're Julia Roberts? <laughs> I want to be Julia Roberts. I love Julia Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I had that much flow, I would be pretty excited. Uh, if you wa- if if the only way to get that much flow was to be Julia Roberts, would you take that? Uh, would you? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Ship it. Mm-hmm. Me too. Probably. Julia Roberts was my favorite. Pro- well, JoJo was really good. Yes. And the mother or aunt or whoever I that Leona. ran, yeah, Leona. Leona that ran Mystic Pizza was really tight. She was Lily Taylor. That's yeah. that's who played JoJo. Yeah. Right. So Lily Taylor was in um, she's Born in on the Fourth of July. Shortcuts. She's tight in shortcuts. Go, Rudy. She's some, in Rudy. There's Is something she, else uh, I'm thinking of. She Robert Downey's. And uh, shortcuts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I shot Andy oh Warhol, uh, Ecker. What am I? Thinking? High Fidelity. Ooh wee. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I'm saying woes if I've seen High Fidelity. <laughs> Yo yeah. You've never seen it. No. Public Enemies. That's a die die move. Um, that's really it, my dude. That's uh, made my dog. My dude. Well, one of these hey, I'm, the I'm not remembering the n- yeah, name. Yeah, she's the um, So three homies. We got. Um, uh, who do we have here? I've already died. Um, <laughs> but we got Cat, Daisy, Jojo. Uh, and so Cat uh, is a Yaley. She's going to Yale. She's going to work uh, sh- at the pizza shop during the movie, and she's also going to work at um, 
She's gonna be a babysitter for she a daily. She has two other jobs that we never. Well, we did see one about. of them. She's a. She works at like a stargazing, like a. Oh, and right. Yeah. She what are gives those like talks? Yeah. What are those called when you uh, get like the, the light show on the ceiling and it's like a like a planetarium? Planetarium. planetarium. She's yes. the announcer at a planetarium. I see. Yes, exactly because right. the, she's the hype man. Because the waspy Yaley, who she has a weird love affair, shows up with her kid there, with his kid. Right, oh, and yeah. she got Not really nervous. Kid. Yeah. And kind of boffed it. <laughs> <laughs> she, well, she later boffed him. Yeah, she boffed him after she getting she boffed it, and then she boffed him. But uh, that was, like, several scenes Because, there we go. because she's the more cerebral of all the characters. Cerebra? She's not very Cerebra. comfortable talking about boffing. You can't she's, not, she's not in touch with the carnal pleasures. Whoa, dude. What, what was the line about the, the stars pleasures. and the comets? Thanks. You can't put a price on the stars and comets. What was that? You, can, you can't put a price on all the stars and the comets. No. no. He said all those stars and comets don't come cheap. That's oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is even, is so fucked. Yeah, this because this is after. We're getting ahead of ourselves yeah. here. Yeah, sorry. Well, not really. I mean, we can go in any direction. Point being is that... Uh, it's a 360. <laughs> uh, Northeastern <laughs> 80s <laughs> Yale bros are Fractal. like the equivalent of scumfuck. They equal scumfuck. I thought you had one, you were dipping one toe in that world. No. And if, you know what? You're contradicting what yeah. you said. And, two and ago. me. End me. <laughs> end me life. Let my life end as Delito. a result of trying to relate to that in any way. Delito me. Um, Delito me. Yeah. <laughs> That's a McKenna line. Delito me. Hey, so uh, the three homies, <laughs> they're getting a... Uh, they're doing Yaley's. Um, Jojo's got a townie, BB. Um, Who's he's great. Vincent he, he turns out to be the best. Yeah. yeah, he's awesome. He turns out to be extremely money. He um, has a lot of shame about uh, his Catholic upbringing or re- relationship with Catholicism. Deeply uncomfortable relations. He, uh, he feels the eyes of Jesus upon him always. <laughs> the Christian God shames him. And literally has the eyes of Jesus upon him while they're they're doing some, some pre-sex. I can't do this up. with him staring at me, is what he said. <laughs> <laughs> you, called it a, you called it a pre-sex warm-up. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's it called again? <laughs> Foreplay. What Foreplay, is it called go. again? <laughs> couldn't, I couldn't remember the word. Well, the best part about that is when you if you <clears throat> take a moment with the pause, they're uh, having pre-sex warm-up in the living room on the floor, which is the part I don't and, get. And it's, bi- it's uh, Big D'Onofrio's body curled over her like a shrimp. Uh, <laughs> like. That's the title of my novel. Actually, Big body. it, made me, Big it body. made me think a little bit of, you know, Men in Black, and he... He plays that like bug thing. Oh, oh. He's, yeah. He's alien. What? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. How's it go? Yeah. <laughs> that yeah that's the name of his that character. That dude shows up like that dude shows up in nightmares for me for sure. That guy was re- he was really horrifying for me. Oh shit! I forgot that he played the, <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> the giant cockroach. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the one that the, really the water with sugar. Yeah, that guy's really brutal. Yeah, what yeah. what happens in those dreams though? Let's get into this. No, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> he just picks me up out of bed and sprints with me and screams at me <laughs> in his arms. Where does he take you? Where does he go? Is Wherever he scre- he what is he screaming at you about? <laughs> <laughs> Wherever he wants. Yeah. And you're and going. I let him. Yeah. <laughs> I let him do that. <laughs> uh, well, that's something you have to let. It, you have to let it happen. What are you gonna how much? Do? How much bigger is he than Sprinting. you are? Sprinting. Yeah, I'm just a man. I'm a man. <laughs> is he in Vincent D'Onofrio's skin, or is he the big bug? He's the big bug. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! What do we got on the list here? We got um. We we did, took some notes during the movie, dude. Does Yale things. boy always equal dry boy? The answer is fucking yes. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Sweater tied around the shoulders is the driest of dry. It's incredible, though. Yeah, it's Godflow. Okay, uh, between the two Yaleys, we can agree that the um, uh, the married dude was the most brutal. Yeah. Yes. The Yale By man. By far. Yeah. And absolutely. he had the, like, creepy, like, Green River Killer glasses. Yes, thank you. That's which, what like, I was thinking of. I, 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 yeah, I they obviously didn't, either. like, think that, that wasn't what they were thinking about in 88 or whatever, but, like, he's cr- really creepy mm-hmm. in the movie and seems, like, 
readily ready to take advantage of any fresh ready. fresh out of high school girl with uh, the glasses the on. The subtext of that is so disturbing. It's really dark. The whole time yeah. I was like, this, this is, is so it's fucked. The, uh, yeah, it's the classic like middle-aged man who's kind of in an unhappy marriage, like starts tipping on the babysitter cliche. Do you think he did it as like a... Um uh, just blow off some steam. <laughs> he's like, he's like, this will save my marriage if I just get involved in this extremely unequal relationship. Exploit this power dynamic. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he thought it through. I think it was oh, just yeah, kind of like it was. It was in front of him, and it, it seemed <laughs> it tight. And uh, that's been a pattern his entire life that it's he's never w- considered. That's why his or, wife hates him. Remedied. His, his yeah. daughter will hate him in the future. Yeah, won't stop talking to him. Yeah. Oh, well, he's a yeah, good guy. Yeah, I think we've diagnosed his entire fucking life. Yeah, and you know what's funny is his uh, grotesque interior is reflected in his grotesque exterior. <laughs> hey. Um, uh, That's usually the case. Well, but then the no, young... not always. The <laughs> with, with D'Onofrio in this movie, it was sort of a... Uh, it was an inversion of what we usually get, where like he's cast as a completely grotesque, nightmarish character mm-hmm. because his mouth does things that are <laughs> grotesque and nightmarish, even when he's not trying does that make him make wet for you like another face it's a, deal <laughs> yeah it's kind of yeah a little bit i mean he's had his wet moments I mean, men in black is a great example what's that um uh jennifer lopez movie that, oh he's the serial killer he's not uh, the serial killer in that movie the cell uh, the cell He's not the serial killer. Yeah, yeah, he is. He, he is? is for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my oh, god, yeah. I totally Fact forgot check. about I that. I fucking thought oh, that yeah. uh, he no, w- that some not nah, he's like bald and he's like he's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. it's oh. that like, is yeah. pretty remarkable he's, actually. Yeah. yeah, he's a large, soft, freak, freaky boy. No in that kidding. Movie. He, he is a bald. Oh! Ah! Oh, 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 yikes. Oh, oh. Yikes. <laughs> oh. Time has not been kind to I mean, Vincent he in, a, in a dark room, lost all complexion. And People fucking hate him. Too. Oh, he's in Full Metal Jacket. He's is, Gomer this is, Pyle. This is kind of brutal, but, wow. but like when somebody loses an appendage, and like <laughs> that's what his head looks like right Dude, now. Uh, Dude. So, <laughs> so You're so fucked. So if you're listening by a computer, just Google Vincent <laughs> D'Onofrio 2014 and you'll see what we're talking about. You could also Google that on your mobile device. Precisely. Thank you. (laughs) If you're on the bus listening to this, I'm sorry. (laughs) And Google that. Uh, What are we looking at here? Um, A smoky voice on a tip. (laughs) Who wrote that? I got a list here. Jojo. So you really like a smoky voice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jojo has a real smoky voice. I think uh, Daisy has a smoky voice. At times in the movie. When you pair JoJo's smoky voice with JoJo's unbelievable levels of lizard brain. Yeah. It's a, a, uh, it's a one-two punch. It's a whole deal. And then guys like, guys like, um, who's got a smoky voice in, in the, uh, like the male Hollywood lead game? Tony, Tony Lung. Who? From, uh, the homie from, um, the tip guy from Chunking Express. Oh, the cop. wow. Wow, he does. That's kind of why he's a tip oh to me. Oh, my yeah. God. He is, he is a tip. Yeah, he's um, charming. Fucking Josh Brolin kind of has a smoky voice. <laughs> is he a tip yeah, to you? Yeah, that's correct. He's kind of a tip for me. For sure. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite smoky tip? Who? Excuse me. I have to think about it. I'm really zooted. You did a smoky voice about that. Uh, I, have to, I have to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really zooted. I just really do a soft smoky voice when I'm thinking about the kind of uh, smoky voice tips that I like. Uh... What else? What do we got here? Well, okay, so uh, they all have homie brain driving on a spare. So the other Yaley's mm-hmm. driving on a spare. He's got homie brain because he doesn't have a job and he fucked up his law school thing. Yep. I really wanted to hate him the whole movie. You want you, to. You want yeah, to, but yeah. you, you never but hate him. So, for some reason, it's weird because he's like... I felt hatred for yeah, him. Yeah, I'm I like, definitely, I definitely I definitely hate him, hate him but like... <laughs> I think I was just waiting for there. him to fuck <laughs> Julia Roberts over really bad. No, and he like, never did. That was what, it just seemed like that was going to happen. Well, that was, yeah, that's and like, it didn't. A, that's a classic maneuver on the part of like screenwriters is to like set a homie up as, uh, as the villain and then, and then sort of do an inversion or, or surprise you or whatever. Because that's, like oh on God. the, on the surface, like he is the worst and he's everything that most people hate in a person just like instead of except when she poured all i mean yeah he's got everything i want when she poured all the seafood in the car 
And then he was like, you no, the seafood? Yeah. You mean fish guts? Sure. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> sure. And then... Um, I eat guts. And then, I eat guts. And then he's like, this is my sister. I wa- it wasn't just like, oh, that was tight. Like, cool. I was like... I was her for it. Yeah, I was actually like, for probably the next five to ten minutes, trying to figure out like why that was so upsetting that he got away with like being a good guy in that scene. I was like, fuck this guy. Like, in my head. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's just... Um, you know, he's just got a charming smile, and he's got an excellent uh, coat. One uh, excellent one coat. One excellent A singular excellent coat. <laughs> he was born into that jacket. <laughs> he was born... He, yes, he was born, and the doctor held him up I think there's, with the jacket. There really on. is only one uh, shot in the entire movie. It's when he's preparing the uh, the fire in his house where he's not wearing that jacket. Yeah, and he's so charming in that scene. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so he is uh, transparently Look, terrible him. when he says that... Um, his mother doesn't think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But that's a pretty like classic trope of the of the eighties movie. Yeah. The, what about like, your mother? The mother waspy slander? white mom that just like has no idea what's going on. Just mm-hmm. completely out to lunch. Yeah. yeah. How's mom on on medication or something? Yeah. Have you ever fantasized about that life? You don't want to graduate to that at some point. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Very bleak. Thank you. It seems so. Uh, it seems so relaxing. <laughs> Loki, I really loved. Out yeah. all the time. <laughs> I really loved Little Yale, the little Yaley. Oh yeah, Proto Yaley. The Proto Yaley. Who was that? The one that failed out of law school, Julie Roberts tip. Oh, you loved him. Yeah. He's not Proto, he's Post, Interesting. isn't he? Yeah, I guess he is. I mean, he aborted, kinda, he's an aborted. I thought you were aborted, 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 yeah. I, I thought you were talking <laughs> about uh, Matt Damon for a second. <laughs> I, I did too. Yeah, we I love guess, Matt Damon. Uh, yeah, Matt, Matt Damon, Damon is big, Proto big breakthrough role. I would it's, maybe the best part of the movie. Yeah, yeah sure. totally dominant performance. <laughs> <laughs> movie smashing performance. Really scene scene stealing performance. Just the hair shaking back and forth when he's laughing. Yeah, his <laughs> swept joke. the Oscars. My Oscar pick for 2018. 20 years later. No, wait, 30 years later? I'm dying. His head is so disproportionately big. In That's the East Coast body. thing. That's a West Coast thing, too. <laughs> this dude. What's this dude's Excuse name? Excuse me? What's what are his you name? showing me? Why? The dude from... I, I was trying to figure out who my favorite smoky voice dude is. I, and the so dude, insane. The dude from Big Lebowski. So I think oh, I uh, Sam something-something. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Sarsaparilla? Sarsaparilla? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, guy. He's got a great uh, smoky voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smoky sure. boy? He's a smoky boy? Um, oh, yeah. So I wrote under uh, the Matt Damon, uh, Alex's son, <laughs> and then it says when a when a joke lands for Matt Damon, how would how would you feel, Dave, if a joke of yours landed for Matt Damon? Oh my God, I'd be so <laughs> pumped. <laughs> would be a, a big deal for me. <laughs> be a big fucking deal. It would be like it would be like Sab getting Matt complimented Damon. on his jewelry from Johnny Depp. Oh. Yeah, I've I've oh. definitely <laughs> <laughs> shots fired. Just like um, nine bracelets on one arm. <laughs> Sebastian, your nine bracelets are simply fantastic. I've yeah, watched really videos. Like it covers your entire forearm. I've watched, <laughs> I've watched videos of Matt Damon cracking up in interviews, like having a genuine moment cracking up, and, and just, it brings me joy. And just I'm imagined like, it was you that made <laughs> yeah, that, that happen. Yeah. <laughs> like I landed it with him. <laughs> what kind of joke are you telling him that gets that going? I don't know. That gets him that, yeah, you, oh man. I don't know. It's such a distant fantasy, you can't even think of the joke. I'm imagining something like three townies walk into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> that would do it. Yeah, and that's it. That's all you gotta say. Yeah, uh, just desperately try and land a Boston yeah. joke with him. You, I think you would only have to get that much out, and he would start laughing. That's tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly right. The thought of adult Matt Damon laughing fills me with an unspeakable rage. That, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't really sure. I didn't know that until you we had this conversation. I'm yeah, like, oh, no, I don't like I don't like adult me. Matt Damon, but mm. I really like a uh, a 15 year old fre- freshly picked <laughs> Matt Damon. Yeah, 80s and 90s Matt Damon is tight. Yeah, you know what? I, oh yeah, I, this movie is making me uh, think that the Matt Damon that we saw here. No, never mind. I guess I'm thinking of Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, that's, a, like, that's oh, a God, Matt Damon. townie versus Yale mentality, except it's townie Harvard mentality. It's the same shit. Yeah, yeah. this movie has yeah. been recreated a thousand times. That I think about. it's so weird. The, yeah. yeah, the the, the townie Yale dichotomy or the townie like Ivy League dichotomy is uh, really brutal. The por- the Portuguese uh, <laughs> Portuguese. You're Portuguese. Portuguese is the correct pronunciation. Portuguese. There's actually. nowhere that that's correct, right? I'm but that's just sure of it. That's got to be a real d- dynamic, though. Like the small town outside of the big. Uh, Ivy League college town, 
yeah, but then Fisticuffs vibe. But Boston just has that with New York too. That's a perpetual Boston thing of like Boston, New York, like small, big. Uh, okay. Interesting. Hey, wipe your conscience. Oh God, that was a great scene. <laughs> wipe your fucking conscience. <laughs> wipe your conscience was really good. Really yeah. Robert's so really so at that. one point, uh, Daisy and Cat get into a, get into a fight, and Julia Roberts really lands that one liner. Why'd they get into a fight again? Because uh, uh, Cat no showed for her shift when Julia Roberts was supposed to go dinner with uh, the Yaley boys' parents. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And Kat, Kat no-showed because she was hanging out with the uh, the Green River Killer. Listening y- to Mozart. <laughs> Looking through what kind of what kind of um, telescope was it? Oh, God. A Van something? <laughs> I don't know. A Van Morton? I don't know. <laughs> a, a Van Morrison? <laughs> it's a Van Morrison. She was looking through oh, a Van Oh, it's a Van Mo- Morrison. <laughs> she, was, she, she was looking in, through a Van Morrison into the galaxies. <laughs> Marvelous. It's kind of a legitimate <laughs> statement, to be honest. <laughs> David has done that a few yeah. times. Yeah, Astral Weeks out into infinity for sure. <laughs> it's a wonderful night for a Van Morrison. Is uh, is Sebastian more of a Van Morrison? I mean, <laughs> more of a somebody than Van Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> so is, more he more, a... is he more of a Van Morrison or more of a Steven Tyler? <laughs> Damn. Or more Damn. A, or more of a Johnny Depp. <laughs> He's a hundred thousand Johnny Depp's all yeah. <laughs> rolled into one Johnny Depp. Oh no! He's not here. We can just. I love just you. I love you, Seb. Seb, we miss you. Yale boy is always dry. Um, what do we got? What else do we got here? Um, what is Matt Damon, Alex's son? <laughs> you said. You said. Oh, that's my son. <laughs> that's true. That is. He is my son. Like he flashes that on was the screen tight. like twice in the whole movie. I mean, we have to emphasize. He has zero lines. All he d- no, has he has reaction. one line. Oh, What's his line? The, uh, hey, mom, do you want my green stuff? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't hear that it because we started, like, oh, we yeah. Everyone was shrieking. Yeah, everyone yeah. was shrieking. I can't believe you, c- oh, I guess we had the subtitles. Subtitles, <laughs> yeah, that helped. Oh, man. We didn't even expect it until someone was looking up the IMDb and it's like, Matt Damon's in this movie? And we're like, where? <laughs> we then, Could then, you imagine if we, we really wouldn't have lo- known? I kind of wish we had it. And yeah. we were just, we would have lost our shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's so, he's fresh and glowing. <laughs> someone yes. said, right off, Alex said, right off the vine. <laughs> yes. Which he was, was perfect. ripe and right off the vine. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. He comes in packs of five at Trader Joe's. <laughs> 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 it's so fire. He um, would be my son. Can you imagine? Okay. Just, you're a Imagining that it would ha- the fucking incredible sense of accomplishment and overwhelming euphoria you would feel if a joke landed for Matt Damon. Matt Damon is your son <laughs> at the table, and you're looking at him and you're just like, I'm so fucking proud of you, Matt. <laughs> you make dad so fucking happy. Uh, you're the most important thing in dad's life. God. And then and then you glow, and then he glows, and then you both glow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're just a glow. It's a glow show. It's a complete glow show, it's which glow is show. what he put on at the table. It was a total st- scene stealing glow show. Yeah, he had a glimmer in his eyes. <laughs> he wasn't even showboating either. He was just pure. Yeah, he, he he hadn't gotten to a stage in his acting career where he he had developed the skill of the sh- the showboat Jackman. It was before he he hadn't yet started uh, doing complicated math on a chalkboard in the hallway. <laughs> Shipping it. <laughs> um, Julia's big feet was another uh, topic. Oh yeah, McKenna, tell us tell us about that. <laughs> <laughs> McKenna, tell us about Julia's big feet and how you figured it out. Uh, well, <laughs> so Julia Roberts is is not a uh, not a small woman. She's very she's very tall, legendarily so, uh, especially in comparison to the the Yaley boy. Who the Yelly boy was five, topping out at five seven. Yeah, probably. he didn't really stack up against any of the other besides JoJo. Everybody from Boston and New England is five seven, like pretty much everybody. So that was actually that was naturalistic. Gotcha. Yeah. That was just true to true to place. Yeah, yeah. Um, a sort of extra feature of the mise en scène, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's this scene where they're alone in an, a, a, the summer home. With the sheets all over the furniture and the wicker chairs, yes, which gorgeous and the <laughs> Ti- a timeless piece of outdoor furniture and the, fi- and, and the fireplace raging in David's heart. Mm-hmm. God, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. So we get the one moment where Yaley Boy removes his sport coat, and then Julia Roberts disappears, leaving behind only one. I felt rather large 
pump on the couch. It's <laughs> pretty big. Pump on the couch. When, and he's not a large man, so pump he picks it up and it just looks even yeah. bigger. <laughs> he's just holding this massive clown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that because of her or because of him? Like, what? Where? That's when. The, that's when. Like, actually, the visual, um, uh, the cinematographer is fucked up because he's just like destroyed all perspective. This is like uh, sense of scale. This is, I was. I've been watching Lord of the Rings, and it's like oh, every yeah. time the Hobbit, like Elijah Wood, is on screen with anyone that's supposed to be normal sized, and it looks just wildly fucked off. And he's yeah, got well, the same size feet as Julia Roberts in this movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, but Just t- slightly hairier. <laughs> but <Yeah>. keep going. <laughs> yeah, but tell tell us how the the process by which you identified, other than the pump. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> a rather large pump <laughs> <laughs> on couch. <laughs> so he's carrying the pump. What happens? Right, next? he's carrying the pump. He's following her, presumably upstairs. Um, but I mean, you know, Julia Roberts is is a tall woman, and she has a legendarily large mouth. So <laughs> also, it stands to reason. Large mouth, large feet. It's just there's basic math. All, there's there. always a correlation. How big is your mouth? Always. There? I don't know. Dave and I have kind of small mouths. You have a uh, uh, particularly baby bird mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's, watch, it's like watching a small robin eat when you eat. It's it's true. It's true. I, I only I only chew with my front teeth. <laughs> So I can actually also, I have some data to back, back up this theory of mine. Um, so I, I have very small feet to the point where people feel the need to comment on them frequently. That's fucked. Um, That's yeah. Well, fuck those people. And I also have a very small mouth. To, yeah. Just had to get so many teeth pulled. She's, Julia Roberts is 5'9". Five 5'9". Nine. Five nine. Okay. I, I said 5'9", five 5'10", five I think. Look up what Alex size? guessed, or... Did you guess six one? Six. <laughs> I think this is this is what Alex was hoping for. Steven Tyler's shoe size. Can we look that up? Steven Tyler's probably said, like, her shoe size was fifteen. Was that you? No, that <laughs> no, was AD. No, I said Steven Tyler's shoe size is fifteen. And <laughs> look it up. <laughs> Which I just assumed. Yo, for the li- for people listening, I just just type in Steven Tyler's shoe size and <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Look at the Google images. The first thing says Steven Teller shows off his crazy feet. <laughs> Yo. Yo. <laughs> What's the number? Oh. Can we get the number? Oh no, the number doesn't matter anymore. Well, the we gotta, number does not matter. We need to do a we need <laughs> a, oh. Can you not? Can you not have that as part of your body? The big toe is so fucking demented. That's extremely psychotic. And wait, what about these sandals with the spikes in them? They're like Tevas with spikes. Could you not wear those? They're studded Tevas. For sure. What's the size? Find out the size. Uh, It's 15, I'm telling you. 15 up top, dog. (laughs) 15 up top. It's 15 just because of that toe. So you're um, you're familiar with the spectrum of the mouth shoe size ratio because you're at one end. Oh, correct. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you resent people at the other end? No, I wouldn't say so. Do you resent the comments made by folks that are kind of somewhere in the middle? No, I just I just find it interesting that people <laughs> feel the need to comment on the size oh, of my feet. Oh my guys, Stephen Tyler's shoe size is only size ten. Oh, that cannot found. be true. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Men. It's half toe though. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're on the website men.wikifeet.com. <laughs> That's where we are. That sounds right reputable. Now. No, I'm on celebriot.com. Okay, I'm on Wikifeet for men. <laughs> He's the collaborative celebrity feet website. Right. Wow. Right. Dying. Right. So right. actually, hold on, hold on. Celebrity idolatry hold on. gone hold on, hold completely on. perverse. All right. Um, so when you. Uh, Jojo does a really has a really amazing move for us about two quarters into the way of the film. McKenna, can you mm-hmm. run it down? Two quarters of the way into the film. And we're talking about two thirds, but I'm also doing a couple quarters too. <laughs> Homie shit. Sometimes I do a one half and sometimes I do a two Homie quarters. Homie math. Yeah. Yeah. So Jojo's um, paramour, he, uh, future ex-husband, current ex-husband. I don't know. No, they boyfriend. get married at the end, but the But they got they were going to get married and then mm-hmm. she passed out. She runs away from the altar at the start. Yes. Um so he they they get back together after that happens. Then Jesus freaks him out. Um he can't do it with Jesus watching. I get it. Yeah. It's it's a tough place to be in. Um yeah. so Jojo shows up 
She's trying to get him to come over to her sister's place. She's going to be out of town for three days. And he's like, you know what, Jojo, babe, I just, I can't do it anymore. I just, I can't live in sin with you like this. And he breaks it off with her. And Jojo kind of, she didn't really see it coming. So she she goes into work early. Immediately, everyone knows something's up because you don't just show up to work early. Yeah, no. Not even uh, if you work at Mystic Pizza. Yeah, it's not that mystic. Um, yeah, and she says, you know, I broke up with Bill. It's fine. It's not a big deal. I feel pretty good about it. Um, you know, it just, we were fighting a lot, and um, he just really wants to get married, and I just really don't want to get married right now. So, like, yeah, I ended it, um, and it went pretty well. It's fine. It, it's good. It's got to be good. Excuse me, I have to go to the bathroom to cry. <laughs> and she j- excuses herself. She does I'm the. Fine, uh, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. It's this fine. is great. I chose this. Actually, uh, this she, was all me. <laughs> she does the full spiral after that, where she's like, "Look, I need you to support me. What's going to happen is I don't need him to, uh, you know, take over the restaurant someday. You're going to give me the recipe, right? Yeah. You're going to give me the recipe when you retire." She's like, "I'm not dumb, right? I can go to Yale. I'm going to go to Yale tomorrow. <laughs> thank you, thank you guys for telling me that I made the right decision. Thank you for your support. Thank you. They're all standing there. They have." haven't said a thing since the beginning of the scene. They're like trying to smile and they're kind of like it's getting more and more strained and it's turning into a grimace. I mean, we all know how that feels when you're put in that position by one of your friends. I can really relate to Jojo in that scene. Have you seen that David look on your friend's face before? I've looked back at you guys. David's like from we're Jojo's getting position. we're getting back together. Uh it's going to be great. <laughs> and all of us are like I can't even talk to you. Click. <laughs> Love you, Seb. There's nothing I can do for I you. I just don't even know what to say to you anymore. It wasn't even right now. Is I just don't even know what to say to you anymore, man. In the future. I have to go. Seb like, hit oh. you with that. Yeah, it was wow. tight. I, def- I feel like I've definitely done a few, like, uh, man, I've said everything that I need to say on this. Uh, I don't know how many times I can reiterate it. So uh, It's really going to be let's, different let's this time. Let's move on. <laughs> Listen, David, I... I really I, figured it out this time. I think, I think that you have all the tools you need to make the right choice, and you're going to do the right thing, and I really wish you luck with that. And then, and then AO comes over to me once you've left the room, and he's like, Dave's not going to do the right thing. <laughs> it's really strange to blank out for like three or four years you know what I mean <laughs> just to yeah that's real just strange to, I would say that would be exceedingly strange we'll wake up. whoa what just happened yeah I'm pretty sure there's a Twilight have I been making bad that? decisions it's that strange yeah. did anybody in Mystic Pizza have that experience is that what happened to Jojo no, I they're think all that's f- probably what happens to Julia Roberts character about three to four years after the movie ends whoa tell us more whoa. wow yeah what do you wow. what do you think her trajectory is well I mean it seems like she's gonna pursue a relationship with the Yaley boy, um, Yaley boy dropout. Maybe he'll go back to law school, you know, um, or or something of that variety. Maybe Yale, maybe Harvard. Who knows? <laughs> move move him down to Boston. Yeah, maybe he'll maybe he'll take a step back and just go to Boston College or Boston University. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't be crazy. <laughs> I mean, that is a, that's a wake up in hell four years later kind of deal. Yeah, when you turn over and you got. Uh, like just you got Yaley. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I'm envisioning. It's just it doesn't even have to be more specific than that. Just like she's gonna she's gonna have that thing where she's like, yeah, this is cool. Like I'll pursue this relationship, and then one day she's gonna wake up. She's gonna look at him and be like, I hate this asshole. (laughs) I hate him. Have we all been there? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You know. I I, yeah. Yeah, but what? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm just wondering. (laughs) Dave wants to know that he's not alone. (laughs) (laughs) You're not alone, Dave. I'm not alone. You know, you, you're not alone except the moment right before you die. Woof. I really like the line that you said. Um, what was it? I can't yeah. go on sinning with you any longer. Living in sin. Yeah. I really hope to use that in, I don't know, some departure from some kind of relationship. Doesn't necessarily have to be romantic. But, like, I just hope, like, I just cannot go on living in sin with you any longer. Oh, sorry. Uh, you know what? I want to use uh, Bill Bill's line in the same way that you just described, and maybe it's a romantic context, maybe it's not, but just, you just want me for my dick. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, wow. that's one of the closing lines of his breakup monologue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
yeah apparently she's in it for the in it for the d and well bill and, and he wants he wants a house he wants the the wife yeah he wants little chicklets he wants, Bi- he wants little bitlins and <laughs> chitlins i think the viewer does like bill he kind of seems like this genuine like kind of oh fish yeah is that the most relatable d'onofrio I think it yes. is. Yeah. Certified. Yeah. Certified. But it is real. He does do that brutal thing where he like has the public display of like humiliation where he writes nympho on the yeah, boat. Oh yeah, that was bad. And I felt like, I just was like, this is really not necessary in the movie. Like it just didn't seem necessary in the movie. Yeah, it right. was all for the tracking shot where Jojo and, uh, and Daisy and Kat are like walking along the dock. Right. And Jojo's just screaming at him and da- uh, Kat and Daisy are just laughing. And then there's the real... And just so homied out. It's like there's the real camera's just following them, and yeah, yeah, that was beautiful. There's the really that was like a highlight of the movie. And then there's like the really psychotic, like they snap to the crowd behind them way too quick, and it seems like the clappings in like 1.5 time. It's like and then it's over, and you're just yeah, that was yeah, that was like a Tim and Eric moment. It was tight. It's like boom, boom. Done. <laughs> yeah, it was like totally. You didn't realize that there was a crowd present until that one shot, and mm-hmm. then the scene cuts. Yeah, I uh, thought I thought she was gonna walk off the dock. I thought so. That was, <laughs> that's where my brain it went. Was gonna yeah. Be a, yeah, it was gonna. Turn she was just gonna be gag. transported by her anger and just. <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing! Just yeah. carried away. Yeah. <laughs> that and just been, float off yeah. into the distance, and that's how the movie ends. <laughs> Jojo and Bill's dynamic was probably my favorite part of the movie. I, I enjoyed their back and forth. I like that. Do, do you keep wanting to say Jojo Bishop in it? <laughs> yeah. Because I really just let it out. Just yeah. Let yeah. It out. Jojo Bishop in it. I think Jojo Bishop in it and yeah. Bill's relationship. Well, I think yeah. also one thing that came up for us was just uh, a, the idea of over identifying with movies and how Dave really over identifies with, with films. Every way. And uh, yeah, and, and where in the last movie, uh, the the Pope of Greenwich, Greenwich Village, Dave over-identified to the point of becoming paralyzed um, with fear and anger and uh, dryness, apparently. Although I think you got so wet that you just died. Yeah, no, I peaked really <laughs> early, and then I just, like, I just imploded and like in, a fucking dying star. And in this one, star. I think you just over-identified with Vincent D'Onofrio, and that's why you're so fixated on this, this particular Well, yeah, subplot. I mean, I don't know. I guess, uh, yeah, <laughs> being like a growing up in a Ballard family where everyone in your family works in Ballard and some small mom and pa and like you kind of like Ballard doesn't necessarily feel like Seattle when you're growing up you kind of like that it resonated it seemed like yeah, I was like no, I, I get this being down the docks my uncle is like I'm working on the boat my dad's like I'm fucking putting flooring on the boat you know it made sense I think yeah one thing I said during the movie is that Vincent D'Onofrio's hair in this movie is the hair of every single one of your ancestors <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, and then the Yaley hair is the every single one of your Florida side of the family. Really, oh, yeah. really, sure. really dark. Sure. Uh, uh, side note: I remember when my my grandfather committed I love these. my grandfather committed suicide. <laughs> <laughs> God he, damn it. Hung, he hung himself in the, a tree in the backyard uh, uh, incarnation. And my dad, oh, wow. my dad's telling me the story. God. And I didn't know. You know, I didn't know, but my dad's telling me the story. And he's like, but you know, one thing you couldn't deny is your grandfather had a great head of hair hanging on that tree. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Wow. Boom. My father, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> he had a great head of Norwegian hair hanging that in that it. tree. He, it was a... It, <laughs> It was a really quick eulogy. <laughs> so we're gonna my... goddamn miss him, but goddamn it, he had a fucking. That's my dad. Nobody could say that was a verbose eulogy that your dad gave for him. It's brutal. Um, Gunner Forsmo was his name. <laughs> oh, true Norwegian. <laughs> That's not say it again. Right. Say it Another again. Another really great Gunner Forsmo story is my dad goes to meet Gunner. Uh, when he starts dating my mom and Gunner says, sit down at the table and he pours two shots of vodka into shot glasses and he has a bowl of cotton swabs and he's sitting uh, at the table and he's asking, my, he's picking my dad's brain, asking him questions about four cover industry and he undoes his collar and he has this giant boil on his neck <gasps> and he's dipping cotton swabs in the vodka and then rubbing on the boil and staring my dad in the eyes <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps re, re-dipping it, the same one in the vodka shots. So boil, infected boil, vodka, back and forth. He's doing this for about 45 minutes. He's and double he, dipping? Yeah, he's double dipping. And then he looks at my dad and goes, well, you know, it's, it's great to me. And he just drinks both shots of vodka. God, dude. Gunner Forsman. <laughs> Strong-willed Norwegian man. 
This is unbelievable. I wish uh, I knew this about I, you ahead of time. Some, but sometimes I uh, I don't regret bringing up Dave's ancestry, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and sometimes I really regret I really f- it, and it, it goes one way. I went and found that house in Carnation, and there was a family living there, and I was really manic and out of my tree at the time, and I brought Brit just, on hey, the Hey, just a quick sidetrack here. Just a quick <laughs> side note. And I, I, I knock on the door because I'm trying to take photos of the tree, you know, and I'm like, hey, I just, uh, I'm this random person. My grandfather hung himself in the tree you know and uh, they were like hey man we're just gonna leave the doors unlocked and leave and you can come in the house and take all the pictures you want not wow. smart it no. was crazy dave nielsen it was crazy <laughs> off his tree dave, off my tree d- yeah d- dave nielsen out of my tree looking for a tree it was really crazy <laughs> <laughs> anyways back to the movie so Dave just Dave just left the room. So after he that, zooted as fuck. So yeah. early, so older <laughs> older Yaley in the process of just creeping <laughs> and and uh, uh, grim reaping and just uh, uh, trying to be sleeping with his uh, babysitter <laughs> uh, does a small of the back. Mm. How are right. you feeling about that small uh, of the back? It's pretty severe. Um, yeah, eg- egregious touching. Mm-hmm. There's no reason. There's no reason to touch someone on the small of the back, and well, if it's not an explicitly sexual gesture. Yeah, I was gonna say that is the yeah. It, there are reasons, but they're all salacious and creepy. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, really bad. I, like the only thing I can even remotely think of is like if someone's about to get hit by a car, and you're like, get out of the way, <laughs> get the fuck out of the way. You know, like that's the only thing that it's makes sense. It's the low to me. center of gravity, where but you it's can still really... like grab that, grab the shoulder blades. Let's just <laughs> let's swing them down, not scoop them up. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Dave likes to swing his his friends and loved ones down rather than God. swing them. Up. Why, why do you have no idea? The way the way that I'm I think a of my gentle friends, dude. The way that I think of my friends. It's and basically it's, every relationship and acquaintance in my entire life is it a swing down or a scoop up? Jesus. It's actually a good, yeah, it's a red pill or blue pill type of deal. Sometimes I, wow. <laughs> Sometimes wow. Uh, um, I saw a great meme where it was the red pill and the caption was, uh, give your friends the red pill to let them know you really love them. And then the blue pill was like, give, give to your friends to let them know you really love them, but you also like blue. <laughs> but anyway, um, what about a... What Yo, about got a, him. Yeah. Got, Yo, got, they got those MAGA fucks. What, what about like a lift by the armpits as a scoop up? Do you respect that? I, like you a, stop that. You don't do that, all right? <laughs> Just a lift up by the armpits. How do you like that? Like a double armpit? Like, hey, it's good to yeah, see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I that's insane. Like I also am not physically... To be able to lift Wait, anyone here, stand up by the arm. Up, up. <laughs> Hold on. Oh. Okay, so basically they're standing up. <laughs> oh. Wow, 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 wow. That so. was not the armpits, though. Yeah, that, that was so squarely that's a under the that's butt. A bit low. Would that have been yeah. strange if the creepy Yaley man lifted her up like that? That would have been more appropriate than a hand on the small yeah. of the back. So I thought the wow, hand on the really? small of the back yeah. was really bad, but then I thought the like creepy, let me pull, like help you get the rest of your sweater down your torso. Also really very, bad. yeah. Yeah. But he took his sweater off in front of her, right? So he's like disrobing in front of her in a way, implying yeah, and his and his uh, yeah, his hair is sort of disheveled and and like uh, tussled like after post-sex. that. Yeah, he's got sex yeah, um, yeah. That move was more uncomfortable to me because it's like it's a less conventional creep move, you know. Like the small of the back is a uh, is a trademark classic for creeps of the world. It seems like. There are just more opportunities for that kind of move. It's also like transparently um, condescending, whereas like uh, the insidious nature of the sweater um, adjustment is that it's a uh, in it's in her interest, right? It's like, oh my goodness, it's so cold out. You're going to need a sweater. I graduated from Yale. <laughs> Let me put this sweater on you. Oh my dear, there's a little bit of a bunch. Let me adjust it for you. It's like vaguely, <laughs> vaguely paternal, Extremely. which makes it. It's extra creepy. Yeah. But that's like a pretty common issue. The vaguely to not vaguely, way over the top paternal Mm -hmm. intimacy. I think that's part of the babysitter fantasy too, right? Because it's like the person is caught in between. It's like in this Oedipal dynamic. I had never put words to, or I've really actually never thought about the babysitter fantasy. That had never really registered across my mind until we were watching the movie. And I was like, oh, I guess that is a thing. It's such a pathetic fantasy. Just like, don't you know any other fucking people? It's a, it's (laughs) a, a, no, 
Oh yeah, what I was gonna say, it's it's like a boring, uh, like married upper middle class fantasy. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's like a. I can't envision myself like taking the step to have an affair with anybody else. Didn't Arnold Schwarzenegger you know, get except somebody them? I'm employing and have mean? like you know like money control over? What's that, mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, he he <laughs> had sex with the maid or something. Yeah, it's all brutal. It's, Particularly yeah. brutal is the fact that your kids are in the mix. So you're right. just like, you know what? I'm just gonna exploit this. <laughs> this I'm gonna exploit my kid essentially. Yeah. Like I can't take care of my kid. I need a babysitter. Uh, I'm gonna tip on the babysitter in front of my kid. The babysitter is gonna have vibes around my kid. So <laughs> there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Here, here's gross. my other question: Was yeah. JoJo introduced as the babysitter on the last occurrence when it's... they were off at the other house? Because then they came back and his wife was there and JoJo. So JoJo was covering for Cat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Babysitting. Yes. Okay. And so then when um, the wife came home, she was like, oh, I'm just like Kat's the babysitter, but Kat's mom is sick. So they had to go get medicine and I'm here because I am a good friend. And <laughs> yeah. Have you ever had to cover like that for somebody? Uh, I'm sure. Yeah. I've definitely had to cover for people. Well, that's, yeah, that's a bit of a catch 22 because Kat can't babysit the guy's kid while they're off Boffing. shipping. Yeah. Boffing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> boffing nasties, as they say in Connecticut. Man, I really hate yeah. boffing. Daddy hate boffing yalies. the babysitter. Yaleys and boffing. I hate boffing Yaleys. <laughs> <laughs> boffing Yaleys really just evokes pure the purest form of hatred in my body and my soul. Do you, uh, do you feel ever like you're a show boff, Jack boff? Do you ever think? Do you ever feel no. like you're baby boffing <laughs> the Yaley baby? No. <laughs> do you hate? Neither. Do you hate New England? I don't know. I'm, I'm. I will be going to New England for the first time in my life this summer. I don't know what to when, say. Think. When you're at a wedding and you're swinging your little hips on the dance floor, do you feel like you're doing a pop and boff? Do you dance at weddings to "Happy" no. by Pharrell Williams? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I do. What What about the Cupid Shuffle? <laughs> what is that? <gasps> uh, yeah. Let you us wanna, know. You do, do you guys wait? No, I can't. <laughs> don't do any of me. us know about the Cupid Shuffle? I don't know about it. I am genuinely shocked. I well, I used to do catering, bartending, uh, and I work, I've worked some weddings. You know the electric slide. What's the Cupid Shuffle? Uh, it's like the mid '90s version of the electric slide. All right. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a dance where they call out the instructions, and it's like right. sort of like '90s, like R and B, hip hop vibes, but like maximum like cringe cheese level. Mm. <laughs> mm. The '90s were really. An era that embraced the cringe and the cheese. Just a slice of yeah. cringe cheese. <laughs> do you um, that that never rots? That th- never goes bad. <laughs> do you think? Do you think that um, the cha-cha slide is the most recent contemporary? It's essentially the cha-cha slide. Okay. okay. Yeah. I know about. I've it's, done that at the yeah. Wedding. It's like a. Ch- it's like, but it's an even cheesier cha-cha slide. Is it cheesier than the Uptown Funk? You're dancing, you're shaking your little hips to Uptown Funk. Dave really likes to shake his little hips. I love dancing. And I love weddings. Points. I love dancing at weddings. What about wettings? So two D- T's instead of two D's. I don't know if I've ever been to a wetting. Um, it's, it's a wedding for two wet people. Yeah. Uh, no, I've been to some pretty dry weddings. But you um, love that you love them nonetheless. Speaking of I mean, weddings, I get really zooted at weddings and I, I lose it. Yeah. I come I come pretty undone. Speaking of weddings, how about older Yaley's wedding ring when they're making out? That was oh the first thing God. I noticed. It was like, yeah, it was like dead center of the screen. It was glow, it was glimmering, it was shimmering, it was gold. <laughs> it was tight for you? It sounds like it was Well, I mean, it was like no, it was just like I did notice it was a pretty thin wedding band. Yeah. Like seemed to have some scroll work or something on it. Like Rather, you know, not what I expected from the Yale man. Well, he's a pathetic guy. I band. think he's more like an old money sort of Yale. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's a Absolutely. thin band kind of guy. He's just a pathetic. Mm-hmm. That was the shit. main differentiation between him and the young Yale. Right. I think. Do you and, suspect and, that the? Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Go ahead. No, no, that's not. Do you suspect the thinness of the band reflected the thinness of his commitment to his uh, relationship? I mean. I think, I think it makes sense. Cinematic yeah. masterpiece. Yeah, I think the truly. Filmmakers definitely thought of that. Yeah. We really need to check in about your backstory with Mystic Pizza. <laughs> oh. You need to. We need to seed the floor to you for several minutes. So you give us the rundown here. Well, I didn't. I didn't pick up on anything. Although I kept forgetting to pay attention to that component. But um, let so 
Well, I'll preface this by saying I, I was in a sorority in college, um, Sigma Kappa, and uh, I had never seen Mystic Pizza before today, but I had heard that like the director's wife or something was a Sigma Kappa, and apparently there's supposed to be like symbols and things coded into the movie. So I guess, I don't know, like purple is one of our colors and they wore, there was a lot of purple in the movie. Kat was rocking the purple outfit. Yeah. And they uh, like had purple bridesmaids dresses, but also Um, like, so did my aunt in the eighties. Purple was a big color. It was. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, uh, I don't know. I thought, I thought there would be doves. Like another symbol is a a dove and there were supposed to be doves. I didn't, I didn't pick up on any. I don't know if maybe you guys did. We, we'd have to do like a room 237 <laughs> analysis of the movie. <laughs> I'm so tired. We should do that. Just diagram every single yeah, thing. Yeah, there's like pictures, of behind the scenes pictures of the director just like meticulously organizing objects on the shelves in the background of shots. Mystic is built on a Indian <laughs> burial ground. Um, what about the in terms of just uh, spiritual representation of the sorority life, did it did did it emanate forth? Did you have flashbacks? Uh, I mean, not particularly. Although I guess like sisterhood is a is a big theme in the movie, and that's one of the things that you know sorority people like to say is a point of sororities sisterhood. How um how substantive is that sisterhood? Looking back, well, I mean, I guess it depends on on the circumstances and on the person. Um, I mean, I definitely, like, still have friends from the sorority, but I'm not, like, friends with them because we were in a sorority. Naturally. It's like right. a, some kind of blood oath for life as a result of being yeah. a sorority. Yeah, but that is kind of how they present it. They're right. like, yeah. Right. Do you feel that way about your uh, fraternity brothers? I have friends that I made in the fraternity and also people that were friends before they joined my fraternity. Like, I joined, and then I was like, you guys should join. Um, that I still have connections with, but I don't know how many people that I met purely as a... Uh, there's a handful of people that I met as a result of the sorority, or the fraternity that um, I really do cherish, their friendships. But I also remember senior year when I came back from my study abroad, I had a, um, I had a very uh, uh, culture shock to the dome moment when I got there, and I was like, oh, this is whack. <laughs> what am I fucking doing here? <laughs> like, what what have I done? What have I done? <laughs> what have I done? What, what, what did ha- I do? What, what have I done and what do I do to <laughs> to mitigate it? What am I doing and what will be done by me? That's a brutal place to be in. For sure. Uh, let's see. Were there any um, homied out tongue waggings going on <laughs> the sorority? Because there were in this movie. I do really like... Yeah, I liked that scene. It was maybe a little too brief where... Uh, Cat goes down to the docks with all the the lobster fishing ladies. Oh yeah, do you have a boyfriend? And, and oh. <laughs> <laughs> you got a boyfriend? Oh. <laughs> yeah, so nice. That's kind that, of a butt digit type of that, deal. <laughs> yeah, that old lady definitely <laughs> had some lizard brain and was like living vicariously through Cat. That's a good point. To. They were all doing that, right? She's so smart. She's got four jobs. Yeah. She's going to Yale. She's gonna be a Fucking Yaley. <laughs> Say, dude. They were living. They were living. Uh, they were homies. God, yeah, I loved it. Um, what would you say is the thesis of the uh, film in terms of the difference between astrology and astronomy? Mm, I would say the film makes the case they're interchangeable. Certainly. Mm-hmm. Uh, in- unless you're a Yaley. Well, right. And you know the difference. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the clear line that delineates the Yaley from the townie. Yeah, astrology versus. And astronomy. I think what the film makes clear is that knowing the difference doesn't make you happy. True. But don't you also feel that Cat uh, and the old Yaley got into this liminal space where they begin to blend together? Like he begins to become interested in her astrology, and she becomes interested in his astronomy, or is it the other way around? The other way around, I think. Yeah, she's astronomy. He's astrology. Wow. Yeah. But also, I mean, yeah. to be fair, he didn't give two shits about astronomy because he had that fucking Vanderbeek telescope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had. And the- he was like, and she's freaking out about it. And he's like, 
Yeah, he he had. He's like that he old had, thing. I literally don't know what that is. Yeah, he had was zero that, gratitude for. I wonder if that was the like, luxury of having yeah, a, a, a Vanderhoven. I bought was that, that the yeah. first time they had met or the second time? First. Oh, okay. I was gonna say maybe she it was came a in creepy strong ploy. Like a, is that he was a, like I gotta rope around. Oh. Gotta, no, let's go. no, but they got lizard about it a couple times later, and he was looking through yeah. it. And he's like, I just see a big blob. I don't yeah. get it. But also, it was a nautical telescope. <laughs> God, he needs to be beat half to death. <laughs> or with the death. telescope. With the telescope to this day, like for yeah. playing that role. Shame on you. That's how it should have ended. Cat takes the Vanderwoods and telescope and just wails on him. Just punishes him with a yeah. Van Bruegel. That'd be that'd be really wild if the movie she, ended with Cat killing him with a telescope. She, she hires a, a townie named Bruegel the Elder to, to kill him. Bruegel the Elder. And That's tight. Peter Bruegel. And the then Elder. maybe maybe the secret ingredient in the fucking pizza sauce is the blood of Yaley's. <laughs> really tight. Yeah, dude. Someday you're going to tell me what's in that recipe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. The blood of Yaley's. Damn, what if the movie that's had been a... called The Blood of Yaley's? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a different really movie. <laughs> directed by P.T. Anderson, dude. <laughs> Un- unreal. D- directed by Fulci. Someone wrote Port a G. Is that, uh, that the pen ran out of ink. And it was supposed to be Portagee. Oh, but yeah. We, I think we already covered that Excuse in depth. Excuse me, Portagee. Portagee. Yeah. I yeah, think uh, uh, we should just do the rounds and, and wrap it up. So, uh, <laughs> wetness level. And the, oh, Have we talked about wetness? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> whoops. Uh, uh, this movie was very wet. Um, essentially, wet movies get you going. They're homied out. They're, um, they're turned up. You get turned up watching them. We got turned up. There was some shouting, for sure. Um, yeah. You know, traditional um, bro, uh, male, uh, uh, zooted, blown out, testosterone, wet actors include Nicolas Cage, John Travolta. Um, we've named several others, Mickey Rourke. So far, what we've covered... Um, uh, I guess Sandra Sandy is Sandy kind of wet. Does she in, mm. in Repo or, or in Demolition Man? She's kind. She's kind of wet. Although everybody's wet. What about twenty eight days or whatever? I think uh, Julia Sand- Roberts is pretty pretty wet. Anna Ferris is wet. She was wet, wet as fuck in Observe and Report. Oh my gosh. She pulls oh. up listening to fucking um, Amanda Blank God. in her all black fucking car. Oh, wow. God, I forgot about Amanda legendary. Blank. Amanda Blank is wet for sure. Um, I would say Sandra Bullock is pretty wet in uh, Miss Congeniality. That's kind of wow. the best Sandra Bullock movie. <laughs> fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I think in 28 Days, that's the one where she's in treatment and stuff. Is that wet or brutal? My, my uncle my <laughs> uncle know. was one of the cinematographers in that movie. I think that movie is really depressing, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Dave, Dave likes a, uh, a, a sentimental recovery story. Or a, oh, that's a, for sure. A story sure. about the... Uh, just the the value of the human spirit and yeah, of you know struggle. one of the greatest things I think ever filmed is the one about the that Boston Celtic, uh, the thirty and thirty. What's it? Boston Celtic basketball player that gets sober recovery. Oh yeah, remember that? You, I sure you have watched that. About that, it had yeah. two of your favorite things: the uh, <laughs> the yeah, the value of the human spirit in times of struggle and Boston townie shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I watched that. Inextricably I watched right. that. I watched that Sports <laughs> Illustrated documentary like forty-seven times. You know what, Dave is for Boston like fucking Faulkner was for the South. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just the exact same. For it's sure. Tight. Uh, okay. Uh, Charlize Theron, extremely wet. For sure. For Power sure. wet. Yeah. Absolutely. The God. Mm-hmm. Um. In Arrested Development. <laughs> Full British eyes only. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, so do you have a, do you feel like you have a sense for it? Sure. All right, we're gonna go around this way, do a little rating. Sure. Yeah. No, I think that was a uh, I think that was an eight out of ten wet. Uh, I think it was like probably of all the movies we've watched, like the most on the face, enjoyable and fun. Um, and uh, I'm gonna give it a wet rating of. Um, of just a, a a big fucking pizza pie that a uh, Giuseppe Brodigliani uh, Pontorma Bronzino has just taken out of the oven Unreal. and just slid across the table to you. That's Be- how wet. Beautiful. It, and you just and and just think about the marinara sauce underneath that fucking steaming hot cheese. That's how wet it is for me. <laughs> very very Damn wet. It. It's exceedingly wet. Um, I'm gonna give it an eight. Uh, 8.5, 8.8, yeah, 8.8. Um, 
I I don't know what it is about Julia Roberts. I've always really loved Julia Roberts. I think that she's really tight. Um, she um, and like she just was taking no bullshit from anyone in the movie and was just like a quintessential wet role. And um, and I just uh, I just can't get over that fucking Yaley. <laughs> It really is. We're talking about wet shit, not dry Yeah, shit. I know. He really dried me out, but the movie overall, uh, 8.8 wet. Uh, the soundtrack was really tight. It was really tight to me. Um, yeah, that, and, and I think my favorite scene in the movie was the dinner with Matt, because you got Matt Damon, you had like all the like crude, terrible things said across the family table, which is always something I really enjoy. Um, shaming dad is always really tight to me. <laughs> Shaming, uh, like, shitty, ignorant, racist, piece of shit dad is tight. Shame and counter shame? Shame, counter shame, sh- counter the counter shame. Yeah, really tight. How are um, the counter power? Yeah, so 8.8. Figurative expression of your enjoyment? Uh, I don't know, something about sloppy wet pizza or, or something. I mean, AB just did that, though. Oh, did he? I, yeah. I blacked out. I don't even remember what he was saying. <laughs> Uh, I think you literally responded. Oh, something about something about the wetness of deep impact flow. The hair, yes, the sure. hair was soaking wet and how about shimmering. The, how about and the young Yaley's face in that one scene where it looks like he got he got just misted? How about the fact that I came up with my own answer and I'm going to stick with it? <laughs> zooted bitch. I'm zooted bitch. I'm zooted bitch. Uh, I give it an eight point five. Um, I remember seeing this movie a long time ago and really liking it and deciding that it was time for a revisit and um, that it was a perfectly wet opportunity to get soaked up. Um, And I am happy that things panned out and then my memory was correct because I'm somewhat sure... No, I was actually not getting loaded when I watched this movie. Um, Hard to tell. Uh, Hard to tell. uh, Yeah, I would say that it is two gigantic fucking uh, wet-ass barrels of fish guts just getting dumped by Julia Roberts into a convertible because when that happened and I was watching it I was getting going naturally to the point where I, where I was, was kind of like low key am, am I in love? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, That's beautiful. That's right. beautiful. You stole my wetness rating oh. so now I'm going to have to think of something else on the fly. Um, I say like probably a solid eight for me as well. It's nice to like see a film from the 80s and not come away just like feeling really awful um yeah for sure yeah all those like you know breakfast club etc type move it was it felt like it was a lot less racist than i was expecting it to be which was a nice surprise um yeah very enjoyable um you know the the female friendships female relationships just a great centerpiece of the film um and then i i'd say as far as wetness goes maybe like uh you know a cool sea breeze off the Connecticut coast kind of just slapping you in the face in the morning. Oof. Tight. Perfect well, note to you, end on. You came up with a good plan B on the spot. Thank you so well much. Done. All right, ship it.